Kia nōho tia riki, kia koutou. Ko te rongo pai nō te puka puka ahoani. Jesus said to his disciples, If you will give, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. I shall ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. That spirit of truth whom the world can never receive, since it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he is with you, he is in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come back to you. In a short time, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live and you will live. On that day you will understand that I am in my Father, and you in me and I in you. Anybody who receives my commandments and keeps them will be the one who loves me. And anybody who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I shall love them and show myself to them. Ko te rongo pai a te riki. So as we get to move towards the end of the, the Easter season, we, we start to, to get to a transition. It's a, it's a changing time. And the changing time is that Jesus, as we hear in the readings, um, are starting to talk more about the Holy Spirit. His time on earth is, is coming to an end. On the 40th day, on um, the Feast of the Ascension, he ascends into heaven. It's actually this Thursday, but we celebrate it in, in, in the church on, on the Sunday so that everyone can, can hear um, that, that really significant gospel for us. And then there's that 10 days wait where the disciples prayed for the outpouring of the, the Holy Spirit, the Wairua Tapu. And it's, and it's, I think it's, you know, when we think about Jesus, he, you know, the beginning of John's gospel, he's called the, the Word. And the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was, is God. You know, and it's just this, this beautiful image that, that St. John gives us of, of Jesus being the Word of God who's made flesh who's made one of us, who steps into our world, and he speaks God's word because he is God's word. It's a beautiful image, isn't it? You know, Jesus is the um, <coughs> kupu atariki. Kupu atariki. Forgive me if my reo is wrong. 
that's a problem I've got. Um, I've, I haven't got the reo. I wish I had. And, uh, you know, I've learned to pray the, 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 the miha, but I haven't got the reo. And it's something I'd really love. One of the um, people that really encouraged me to keep on going with this was um, uh, Rikona um, Johomaha. You know, and he says, oh, you're doing well, Pa. He says, you know, you don't, don't give up. And, um, but he also talked about the, the resurgence and the rediscovery of, of the reo, you know, by, by so many people in, in our land. And he says, he says it's really great, but he says a lot of these people, they speak the reo beautifully, but they haven't got the wairua. And, and that's, it, it's, it was a fascinating thing for me to, to hear that our language has a spirit. And he says the old people had it. The old people had it. But the young people, he says, they haven't got it yet. And it's often, you know, the, the, the wairua of the elderly. It takes time to get, doesn't it? Because we've got that whole journey of love that we've got to go through. And it's, it's love that softens our language, our words, the words we use and, and the way we use them. I think, though, it, it makes a beautiful analogy what Deacon Joe was saying for the relationship between, uh, between Jesus and the Holy Spirit, between the kupu, the Word, who is Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the wairuatapu. You know, that, um, you know, as Christians, sometimes we can be really staunch and black and white about things, but the Spirit slowly softens us. And, and we get, um, slowly as we become more and more exposed to the Holy Spirit um, and, and uh, lead very, very much into the mystery of God and how he loves us, we let go of a lot of stuff and, and we're able to love a lot more um, with the heart of Jesus, with the heart of God. It's a journey that, that we've all got to take. And it's a journey that's um, a journey of a lifetime. Because the, the wairuatapu, the, the advocate that Jesus talks about in the gospel, the word advocate from the, in the Greek means the one who stands beside. The one who stands beside. In the, in the Greek times, it was sometimes like for a lawyer. But I don't think that sense of lawyer is what we should be thinking about. And I think we should really come back to what's been my experience of the Holy Spirit, the wairuatapu. You know, how have I encountered the Spirit in my life? I had um, five happy years as, as parish priest of um, the parish of St. Joseph's in Timaru. And um, one of the things I like to do with my homilies there is every so often I'd say, I'd ask them a question, you know, so you've all heard of the Holy Spirit. People just looked at me blankly. I says, come on, you've heard of the Holy Spirit, haven't you? And they says, yes, yes. Oh, that's good. I says, so who is the Holy Spirit? How have you encountered the Holy Spirit? Now turn to the person next to you and tell them. And the look of horror that came across the congregation's faces as they had to talk to each other about their faith. But if the Holy Spirit is the one who is beside us, 
then we should be able to talk about it, unless we're totally oblivious to the Spirit's presence beside us. And I think it's really important for us who call ourselves katharika to really reflect, how has the Spirit really touched me? How has the Spirit changed me? In the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we heard about um, the people of Samaria who had been baptised in, uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, but they hadn't received the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the readings the church holds up for the sacrament of confirmation. You know, they'd received baptism, but there's something more to come. And so the, the apostles went there and um, they sent Peter and John there. They laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit, this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And in our Catholic theology, um, we believe that in confirmation we receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, but sometimes I think we just, okay, that's very fine, but we don't do anything more about it. Um, and I think rather we, we really need to, to invite the Spirit to work in our life so that we might become docile to the Holy Spirit. Mary was the one who was docile to the Holy Spirit. And the word literally took flesh in her, in her womb. But in the same way, we can be docile too um, and allow the word to take flesh in us. I love the, 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 the waiata, um, wairua tapu. Wairua tapu ra. Holy Spirit, Come to, to rest on me, a light on me. Wairua tapu, mairunga, Holy Spirit from above. Uhia mai na tonga pai, cover all we hold dear. Homai tiaraha, give us your love. You know, it's the sort of himine we should be singing every day. Because we want that, that grace that has been given to us in confirmation and its fullness to be released in us. And I think as we sing this hymne, if we sing this every day, you know, we're thinking as we sing it, Holy Spirit, Wairuatapu, give me the words I need to speak with your wisdom today. Give me the the, the actions to do that I might love with your heart today. We need to be able to talk about our faith and we need to be able to share our faith in words and in deeds. And it's often in kindness that we show this the most. One of the great saints of the church is Saint Augustine and he was converted by another saint, Ambrose, who was a great mind like Augustine, a great theologian. But the thing for Augustine that transformed him was his kindness. And that's what Augustine said. You know, the three things that Ambrose gave to him was kindness, kindness, kindness. And that's where the wairua, the wairua tapu, has to soften our kupu, our words so that the kupu might take flesh in us.